Are you a current or future physician assistant wanting to learn more about finances? Then join me on this journey to become a PA the FI way. Hi, my name is Kat, and I'm a practicing certified physician assistant who will be your host. It took me five years after I started practicing medicine as a PA to thoroughly dive into my personal finances after I discovered the concept of financial independence. I want to use what I have learned to help you avoid some of the financial mistakes that I have made while sharing some of the financial wins that I have had along the way. Join me as we discuss financial strategies to guide you to becoming a physician assistant on the way to financial independence. Welcome back, everyone, to the PA the FI Way podcast. I'm your host, Kat, and I hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving and were able to spend some time with your family or other loved ones, as well as are looking forward to Christmas and the other holidays that are coming up right around the corner here. On today's episode, I'm going to help you decide the answer to a question that on the surface looks really simple, but when you dive into it a little bit more, you might find that it's not quite as easy as what it appears. For some of you, the decision might be super simple, but if you're like most, you don't really have a crystal ball to know your exact future. And so the question for you to answer might be a little bit more complicated. So we're going to talk about whether you should try to prioritize contributing towards Roth accounts or traditional accounts. And before we talk about Roth versus traditional, let's discuss the type of accounts that I'm referring to. So the first is IRA accounts. An IRA stands for Individual Retirement Account. There are Roth IRAs and there are traditional IRAs. There are also other types of IRAs, but those aren't quite as common and I'm not going to be talking about those in this episode. Then for 401ks, there are Roth 401ks and traditional 401ks as well. So when you're trying to decide between contributing towards a Roth IRA or Roth 401k versus a traditional IRA or traditional 401k, some of the answers come down to what are offered to you and your expected income in retirement and in the future. So for an IRA, anyone can actually contribute towards a Roth IRA either directly or perhaps indirectly through the backdoor Roth IRA if your income is over the threshold whether you are filing taxes as an individual or married filing jointly for your taxes. If you haven't already taken a listen back to episodes 12 and episodes 13, those talk a little bit more about the different types of retirement account options, as well as diving deeper into Roth IRAs and backdoor Roth IRAs. And keep in mind, because IRAs are individual retirement accounts, they are accounts that you open as an individual, which means that you have more control over them. You can pick what type of brokerage company you want to open them through, whether Fidelity, Vanguard, or another option, and the investments within the account. So they have a lot more flexibility. 401ks and similar employer-sponsored retirement accounts, you don't have that flexibility because it's what your employer chooses if you are a W-2 employee. So your employer might have picked a 401k through a great company that has lots of low-cost, broad-based index funds to choose from or good target date funds. But depending upon your employer, they might have chosen a company that doesn't really offer a great 401k option and great investments within the 401k. The other layer to that is most 401ks have been 
traditional 401k options, meaning that the money that you put into the 401k, you don't pay taxes on in the current year, and it actually helps lower your taxable income for the year. But in the future, when you withdraw it, that is when you would pay taxes on. However, it is becoming more and more popular that employers are choosing the option to offer Roth 401k options to their employees as well. And if you have a choice between a Roth 401k versus a traditional 401k, you often can have the option of contributing towards both. So which should you do? Should you be contributing more towards Roth accounts, more towards traditional accounts, a little bit of both? And this is the question that we're going to be answering in this episode. And let's take one more step back towards explaining what a Roth account is. So whether it's a Roth IRA that you open or whether it's a Roth 401k through your employer, Roth means that it's already post-tax, meaning that you've already paid taxes on that money for that year, but you won't be taxed on the withdrawals in the future as long as you follow the rules and aren't getting penalties or things like that. So you say, hey, government, go ahead and tax me now. I'm okay with it. And then in the future, when you want to withdraw your funds, you're not taxed at that point. If you are self-employed, are a 1099 healthcare provider where taxes are not withheld on your behalf and you have your own LLC or own self-employed business, or if you own your own clinic, these scenarios would be options that you would not have an employer-sponsored retirement account offered to you, such as a 401k, because you don't have an employer. You are both the employer and the employee in that scenario. And if that's the case, you actually can open a solo 401k. And again, if you're opening a solo 401k, you have to ask yourself, do you want traditional or do you want a Roth 401k or do you want a combination of the two? It sounds as though not all large brokerage companies even offer the option of having a solo 401k that is a Roth option. For example, it sounds as though Fidelity doesn't currently offer a Roth option. Vanguard still does, and it sounds as though Fidelity might again in the future, but again, that answer is unknown at this time. All right, so I'm going to answer the question, should you be contributing towards Roth or should you be contributing towards traditional in a very simple way, but then you'll also see how it's kind of complicated. So the decision if you should be contributing towards a Roth or a traditional account typically boils down to your current tax situation and your future financial goals. This is when you want to contribute to a Roth. It's beneficial if you contribute to a Roth if you expect your tax rate to be higher in retirement, meaning your income to be higher in retirement as well. On the other hand, if you're in a higher tax bracket now, meaning your income is high now and a higher tax bracket, then contributing towards traditional accounts can make more sense for you. Because again, you make those contributions with pre-tax dollars and it reduces your taxable income for that current year. So that's the easy answer. If you think you're going to be making more money in retirement, contribute to Roth. If you think you're going to be making less money in retirement than what you currently make, contribute to a traditional. But I think you can identify that this answer on the surface looks really easy, but if you dig down to it, you're still left with some questions. And one point that I want to make too is that whether you should contribute to Roth or traditional can actually vary year to year. For example, when would be great times to contribute towards Roth accounts? Well, any year that you absolutely know your income is lower. For example, your first year as a PA, maybe you graduated PA school in the summer, you start working later in the year, your income for that calendar year is going to be very, very low, right? 
some PAs are doing fellowships and your pay is often lower during your fellowship year as well. What about a year where you're taking a sabbatical? Maybe you take three to nine months off during a year or between two years. Those would be great years where you'd want to be contributing towards a Roth account. If you are going to be taking time off and have lower pay because of maternity leave or paternity leave in the year, that would be also an excellent year of contributing towards Roth accounts. And let's say you dial back your clinical hours to part-time. Those might be great years to contribute towards Roth accounts. When might be good years to contribute towards traditional accounts? If you are working full-time, picking up lots of shifts, and have a really high income as a PA, meaning you're in a specialty where your income is incredibly high, and you also don't foresee that you're going to be able to negotiate much more over the years or get more of a bonus or change into a different specialty that is way higher paying than what you're currently making, then maybe those years would be good to contribute towards traditional accounts. However, a big caveat to all of this is if you are pursuing financial independence as a PA or other healthcare professional, your future income very likely is going to be more than your current income. And here's why. You're going to be learning how to negotiate more You're going to be learning how to ask for sign-on bonuses or relocation bonuses. You're going to be job changing to different specialties or different organizations to get a raise. You're going to be starting businesses yourself. You're going to be investing more aggressively, either through a taxable brokerage account or real estate investing or acquiring businesses. And if that's the case, your future income even in retirement, quote unquote, when you stop working clinically, very likely will be more than your current income. And if that's the case, contributing towards Roth accounts can make sense for you for all the years and put all the money towards Roth accounts. That's a very reasonable approach. On the flip side, again, if you are an incredibly high earner, there are some PAs that make 300000 400000 depending upon their specialty, depending upon the amount of procedures that they do. It's very unusual to make that amount as a PA, but a lot of PAs do. And if that's you, but you can identify that you want to retire really early and live more minimally and frugally and truly not have other income, then perhaps traditional account would be the way to go. But again, my suspicion is many of you are more on the entrepreneurial side more on the wanting to feel productive and do something to have a form of income side. And if you truly don't know what the future will hold for you and your income, and again, your spouse can be included if you are doing married filing jointly for your taxes and all of this whole picture, then contributing towards Roth can make sense because you also don't know what types of changes are going to come to the tax situation in the future. And so you can say, hey, tax me now and get it over with, so to speak. And then you can identify that the growth of the investments will be tax-free in the future. If there is a year where you want to help lower your taxable income, and you're kind of on the threshold, if you will actually be making more or less in the future, you could actually split traditional and Roth contributions and have some of both. And that helps with diversification in the future when you are wanting to withdraw money down the road. And another example can be If you have a 401k that only has a traditional option, but you are also maxing out your Roth IRA for the year, then in that scenario, you are already having both Roth and traditional options of your investments too. 
And as a reminder, please keep in mind that I am not a financial professional or a tax professional. So it's really important that you speak with your tax professional or if you do have a financial professional as well and discuss these options with them for your specific situation if you have further questions on this. But I would love to hear from you. Do you have a Roth IRA or traditional IRA? Do you have a traditional 401k or Roth 401k? Or do you have a combination of all of the above? You can head over to Instagram or the Facebook group for PA the FI way and leave your comment on the post for today's episode and also share the reasoning why you picked that option for you. And again, did it change year to year? I hope the information in this episode helped provide a little bit of clarity for you and a little bit more understanding between Roth versus traditional accounts. And if you've been finding the podcast helpful, it would mean the world to me if you would go ahead and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify about what you enjoy about the show. Thanks again for taking a listen and I'll see you back here soon. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope that you decide to continue to join me along this journey of becoming a PA the FI way. Please take a moment to press the subscribe button on the platform that you are listening to this on, but more importantly, consider sharing with another current or future PA that could benefit from the information that we reviewed in this episode. Take care and have a great rest of your day. Until next time.